0: Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, Something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joes. Friendly sparring.
1: The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joes.
0: Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, All right, cool. Let's start the show.
1: Yep. And welcome... To the friendly sparring podcast, the podcast where we answer just how delusional is Conor McGregor.
0: <laughs> Juice, your thoughts? My thoughts are on a scale of one to one hundred.
1: Well, oh, you know what? Actually, let's, let's start that scale from one to a uh, Tim Allen. He's uh-huh. definitely a
0: yeah, okay. He's yeah. a <laughs> dude. I've been watching uh because I got my second shot of the vaccine yesterday. Your boy's fully 5G, um, everything's hooked up. Oh yeah, dude. He's going uh, to 6G next. Going going, dude. Yeah, I created 6G. Um Fuck yeah. And I think I'm doing better than I was last time, but it still like knocked me on my ass today. And I learned from my mistake. I did not drink a bunch. Um, But I've been watching Yu Yu Hakusho all day. Yu 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 Hakusho.
1: You know what's better? It's when you're slightly toasted.
0: It's getting a little toasted. Uh, I I think about that. Like every maybe five times that I get high, I think about that guy. This is like a, a customer that Leo and I helped at our job. Well, I helped them. And I think I just told you this story. He was, he wanted to play some Miles Davis to the speaker. And it was like the quality of this like little device he had was so good. And I was, it was just like an experience listening to Miles Davis on this thing. And I was like, I feel like I should be high right now. And I just, he seemed like the guy that would be cool with it. And he was like, yeah, you gotta be just a little toasted. (laughs) I was just like, yeah, dude. wow so, yeah
1: good man um good i i just went to uh uh hancock shaker village around here in, in massachusetts um uh, which is pretty fun it's like a little museum and i made some uh chicken
0: enchiladas tonight white chicken enchiladas
1: really good um yeah and you be know, sure
0: to put the leftovers yeah. in a hummus container
1: you got it I'll, yeah and i'll also that well i can tell you it, definitely won't look like meat sauce which you'll be pretty pissed about
0: yeah i'll be i'll be pretty pissed about
1: (laughs) uh uh, but no i'm good man How, how are you other than the other than you being being 6g
0: yeah other than me being 6g and whatever like i was i was just telling you before we started recording um i've been feeling like shit all day and it's been like Oh, here we go. Because like last time, that everyone was like, "Ah, oh, don't worry. First, first shot, you don't feel anything. You you maybe wake up with a sore arm." And literally, the fucking nurse told me as well. It wasn't just like people online. They're like, "So what's gonna happen is like tomorrow you're gonna wake up with a sore arm, and then other than that, you're gonna forget that you even had a shot." And I was like, "I can tell you, I won't." And so I got my shot, and later that night we recorded our Q and A episode, and I just got fucking wasted and that intensified the symptoms that i was i was sick for a whole fucking week from that vaccine and i got my second shot and everyone's like oh yeah the second shot is the one that knocks you out and this one did but now i'm like okay i think i'm out of the woods ish i don't i to knock on wood here yeah but i mean um, good good overall yeah good overall all right Um, overalls like roses overalls which sort of neatly segues into talking about ufc 261 guys mighty meaty is how i would describe that
1: um guys guys what an off the chain card um Maybe it's I don't know, like the buy the idea of the crowd, but it felt pretty spectacular. I'm so yeah. I I mean all 70 of my dollars went to the right place.
0: Oh yeah. And I I counted them one at a time till I got to 70 and I made sure that they all got through. Yeah, and I I will tell you
1: that like I'm so happy I paid for it because they were definitely worth it. No, man, guys, for real, though, those fights were
0: unbelievable. And it it was like I I was literally on the phone yesterday. Not yesterday. Well, yeah, yesterday during the day talking to our good friend, Rhino. And Mm -hmm. he was like, dude, there's three title fights and all these title fights have the potential to go the distance. Guess what? all ended in finishes I, I was at the end thinking like wow this we got so lucky and the first two fights on the main card were so quick as well all finishes on the main card dude like
1: dude i mean that hasn't that, happened
0: in a while i feel like on, on a it pay-per-view. was just
1: so much like so much happened we're, we're gonna get into all of it um but as you know as we start the episode we normally give our prelim picks um do you
2: you want to go first, or you want
0: me? Uh, well, I wrote mine first because, like, usually what happens when we're, we're preparing for the show, I'll I'll ask Leo what prelim he wants to cover, and usually he picks the one I'm thinking of, and I'm like, okay, fuck, I'll pick this other one. And he didn't. Leo is a notorious not. He doesn't text back. He's notorious at not texting back. So I'm notorious
1: I, at being alive.
0: Yeah, you're yeah there's one thing i say about leo is that he's alive
1: yeah but also more importantly is that i'm notorious at it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, um yeah, so, so i text leo and i was like what premium do you want to cover didn't hear a little bit i was like i was like let me just sneak this in right now i was like i definitely want to cover randy brown versus uh alex Oliveira." so i mean it was uh chronologically maybe you should go first though
1: um yeah so I, i'm gonna do the um for me, the Dwight Grant and uh, Stefan Se- Sekulic? Sekulic. Sekulic,
0: yeah, Sekulic. I um, said maybe Sekulic, but...
1: Sekulic, yeah, probably, but... Like anyways, how I Mirosad
0: Bectic but- let us believe for, like, 10 UFC fights that his name was Bectic, and then he decided to be like, actually, it's Bectic, and I was like, <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, but you know who <laughs> doesn't care about that? You. Like, you definitely don't care about that. Yeah, this.
0: I definitely don't care
1: about <laughs> um but uh uh honestly and we we can talk about um decisions and stuff like that robbery it felt like a robbery robbery. um and in the very sense of i understand the the judging criteria of everything but um the man um the uh stefan put put on such aggression and such grappling aggression such holding him down. like i didn't understand when the fight when the cards came back i was like no 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 i was like what did you guys see and then i saw the numbers and i was like really like by 20 like almost 20 significant strikes more i
0: was like i i don't remember that i didn't feel like that um the unfortunate thing is that the judges aren't privy to those numbers but even still like you see that and you're like okay how did they miss that because it's all about the eye test it's all about what is perceived and i listen i picked dwight grant so I remember at the beginning being like, okay, he's looking good. Looks exactly like 80s Eddie Murphy. Yeah, uh, exactly like him. Exactly like him, dude. And it's so funny, like he's had a few fights in the UFC, like he fought Alan Ben and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. He didn't have the mustache. That's what made it, dude. And like there were a few people that were like, No, you're fucking crazy. And I was like, Are you kidding me? He looks exactly like him. He he yeah. Yeah. Um, but but he's looking good. So I, I think maybe he he got the first round, at least the first half of it maybe because that's when i remember being like okay cool and then from there dude stefan took over and even even the, like i know the commentary sometimes is biased or whatever and they, they can sway but like even the commentary was like they were calling it like a stefan win basically from those uh last two rounds and i was like
1: D- dude i mean the last um the last submission like the like he had him the the what do you call it The, 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 the bell stopped him he, yeah the
0: saved by the bell exactly
1: yeah i was like okay like is
0: the worst he judging. Dominant. yeah because they were in florida dude and probably yeah. the fucking floridians are being like usa usa yeah. and they heard that like oh gotta give it to the usa yeah it's definitely crowd. them
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: um
1: well anyway yeah th- that's the one for me that uh it actually it actually it didn't feel the fight didn't feel close so the fact that yeah the fact that it even went the fact that it was close, like, I would have been like, okay, if Stefan won, I'd be like, okay. But the fact that it went to the other guy, I was like, that wasn't even remotely yeah, close.
0: No. N- not So even.
1: I don't know how that happened, but here we are. And yeah, so that's I my mean, it, fight. it was a
0: good fight. Like Dwight Grant wasn't like, he didn't quit. Um, yeah, no. He was still trying. He was just outclassed, in my opinion. And then the judges fucking saved him yeah. from himself. Yeah, again. Like, hey, man. We know you lost, but this is America. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if Bruce read the cards that way?
2: Hey, man! <laughs> <laughs> we know you lost, but this is America!
0: America!
2: <laughs> we don't want any...
0: <laughs> I'm going to... That's a real problematic, but... No, please, uh, sometimes, I sometimes wish Bruce... Buffer would be like super conversational with his, uh, with his announcing too. <laughs> like, and this guy looks like a young Eddie Murphy.
2: <laughs> Remember when it's it. time for everyone to realize that Dwight Grant is Eddie Murphy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. He is though.
2: <laughs> yeah, he it's is. really stupid he and is.
1: stupid. It's so stupid. He's that's so probably one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. I can't wait for this episode to be called Dwight Grant is Eddie Murphy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Well, that's definitely not that. Dwight Grant. That's, really that's a
0: weird way to spell Eddie Murphy. <laughs>
1: this podcast is going off the rails right now guys this is a, it's a
0: late night podcast dude guys this That's is how a, they are this is
1: an eddie murphy podcast it's
0: just an eddie murphy podcast um any more thoughts on that fight before i uh, share my pick
1: no i'm just i mean i'm happy that it went all, all three rounds but this is the first time yeah. i've ever said robbery for any fight that I, i've actually felt like nope <laughs> that doesn't make sense so um, but other than that, yeah, that, it was a it was a good fight. I mean, like I said, and Stefan was really showing all of his um uh, his uh, jujitsu and all of his yeah. ground games, yeah, just really well. So that's nice that.
0: That is that. Uh, before I uh, share my pick, I want to do a quick shout out to Dana Bhatgari, the Mongolian gentleman who fucking absolutely deaded Kevin Natividad with that left hook. Like, it's a 50-second fight, so there's not much to talk about. I am just like, holy shit, that was an amazing knockout. And I mm-hmm. I definitely there. I, I picked Kevin Ativida, and I was like, okay, he's going to bounce. This is going to be a great fight for him. Nope. That fucking nasty check left hook. Um, so shout to him. And, and, and Rogan needs to fucking retire, by the way. Like, we'll get into that later. But this motherfucker was like, dude, he's got a translator. Like... The the, the crowds are going crazy. You got a translator. You're going to ask a long, intricate question and have the translator like you're like, oh, he's just so happy. Like clearly something was lost. Like we didn't get a proper analysis of In Communication. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about it. But yeah, but um, my pick was Alex Oliveira versus Randy Brown. Yeah. Now I, I picked Randy Brown going into this fight, and I was actually kind of nervous about my pick. It's like Alex Oliveira is pretty crafty, and sometimes Randy Brown has a habit of like losing fights he shouldn't
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah L- losing fights he should be winning um and dude something about it, like i almost wanted to go on his twitch to find out because remember after the fight you were like what was oh that? yeah, well, was yeah like, what's going down twitch touch and go one seven zero um but uh fucking he just put it on him he just yeah. stormed him dude he, he he swarmed alex Oliveira. uh by the way his alex Oliveira's nickname is not the brazilian cowboy it is the sperminator that has been decided uh he's got eight kids by eight different baby mamas mm-hmm. so uh that's uh, actually credit to rhino on that one the sperminator but um Fucking Randy Brown got him a, a, against the fence and did a one-armed rear naked choke. Amazing. The, the Marcelo Garcia special. I'm told specialty. Um, but it was nasty. And and I want to say it's the first in UFC history that they do it. It's definitely not the first time anyone's done it. Like, like I said, it's like a Marcelo Garcia thing. It's like a actually, no, I'm pretty sure Damian Maya choked Ben Askren that way too. Yes, dude that's it, absolutely not the first UFC history it, but
1: it was um it was, it was just it was a nasty nasty chunk. like yeah you know using his his shoulder as the other point like the lock point of his hand and and dude I think it's kind of similar to um it kind of reminded me a little bit of the Brian Ortega cup Swanson submission of like Brian kind of readjusting on the on the fence but like with randy brown like falling back like readjusting to pull um alex Oliver down to the ground i was like that was such a great like hip change like his um uh yeah his leg movement to kind of like uh to sweep it up and like kind of continue pulling backwards to make him fall down on the ground i was like he already had the one hand in when he did it got to the ground that was cool and then um and then he was a, he wasn't he was about to do grab his other hand to to k- kind of sink the choke and then Charles yeah. Oliveira was already tapping before Alex he could switch
2: Oliveira.
1: so yeah well anyways Charles yeah. Oliveira um who cares I mean I know you don't <laughs> yeah. So.
0: yeah I definitely yeah. don't yeah uh, and I, I know that
1: people that watch fights that don't care about who's fighting their names or anything like that <laughs> people who listen to this podcast don't care about that right
0: no. No, okay
1: don't. well <laughs> um i mean it was just it was just a nasty nasty joke and yeah it was there yeah. was a lot of animosity between those guys so
0: yeah i well, dude, it was that, that's what got me hyped too like the amazing submission and like you said when he got him down like whenever someone has a standing rear naked choke and and they like pull the opponent to the ground i'm like dude it's over it's fucking over especially like uh from what i've been told from like people that that roll that grapple um you finish a rear naked choke from the hips uh, i mean you can get like a solid squeeze like fucking Julian marquez or or tom aspinall or whatever, they're just like mm-hmm. grabbing it and choking it like that but you really kind of like, get the leverage and kind of fish from your hips so when he did that i was like that's it game yeah, over
1: uh, yeah it was great
0: and then and then and then right afterward and he was like fuck you <laughs> That's what I was like, yes, dude. Tell me, it shit. On it.
1: yeah, dude. It was fucking great. Yeah, man. Last night, dang, dude. Last night's,
0: I mean, the fights were so good. They and, were and so, how about, electric. I want to, I, dude, we have to find out more about this situation between Alex Oliveira and Renny Brown because Alex was like trying to bury the hatchet in the, uh, when when the ref was holding their hands to like read decision, he was like trying yeah. to like do a fist bump or whatever, and he was like, "No, get that." And he was talking to his translator or a manager, Alex Davis. I was like, yeah. "Shit, dude, what is going on here?" Yeah,
1: it was, it was so intense. Hey, remember that um that guy that was refing uh, in the in the prelims that looked like um if Mike Beltran didn't take like <laughs> it wasn't super ripped was like miniature Mike Beltran. Remember that guy?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like if if like it was like it was like the evolution form of Pokemon, like he was just like the first form, and then yeah. and then Mike Beltran is the last form.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
1: Yeah, well, that's how it works, right? <laughs>
0: that's how, yeah, that's how human beings work. Human yeah, beings they, are just Pokemon.
1: Yeah, they, <laughs> I cannot no wait order, for am it. I the final
0: form or am I the first form?
1: I cannot wait for this uh, this show title to be humans are just Pokemon.
0: Yeah yeah that's what we're gonna do every, every time anyone says something even remotely funny we're like can't wait for the episode to be titled or whatever <laughs> well, that
1: we is. have so many of them already because we do like, is it, um all right but i'm just
0: gonna put all of them in there do i <laughs> murphy and human beings are pokemon <laughs>
2: it's
1: that's way too long it's like uh, eagles are turning people into horses
0: Oh my god, dude. Should we tell that story? Do we have time? What do you no, think? No, 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 no? We don't have time. <laughs> anyway,
1: and also the context is kind of strange anyway. It is kind of strange, yeah.
0: Um, but uh, anyways, I was talking to Eagles and, uh...
1: <laughs> but dude, this main card, huh?
0: Absolute
1: I mean fire, guys. Honestly, God bless. I mean, Maron, I
0: cannot. Mm, just absolutely, yeah, fucking, yeah. Just, just honestly, thank God,
1: it. Just fucking filth. It was just <laughs> mm, filth. It gave me just man. Okay, so boy, so we both picked um Jimmy Coot to win, yeah. um, which you know was a uh, seemed like a, a pretty good thing considering the fact of Anthony Smith's track record of it. Um, but dang, dude, it. I mean, when that leg kick landed, it looked like, I don't know, like his whole entire calf muscle just like, was like stuck on being flexed, like the entire yeah. time. I was like, man, he just pushed the, the kick that perfectly, and Jimmy Cruz just, I don't know, man, Anthony was looking really good in there, and before that even, he was looking, you know, getting his range, yeah. everything was good, and then when he landed that kick, I was like,
0: Oh, man.
1: And, I you know, and you know, it was just...
0: Oof. You know what's weird? So, like, Jimmy Crew, when he first got in the UFC, was, like, finishing people and had these great performances. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Fights Misha off, comes up short, you know, gets submitted. And it's like this, you know, guy hit, caught in a Peruvian necktie. Um, then he fights Modestus Bukaskis, I believe finishes him looks absolutely incredible and we just saw him have an amazing performance so you know i was like okay he's getting his confidence back but it would seem and and, and here's what i was going to say is like when they talked about it on the during the walkouts and dc was like he had this opportunity against misha surkin to step up into the ranking step up into the higher echelon let's see if he knew that tonight. i was like oh this motherfucker's about to lose and like, i just had this weird omen i was just like maybe he's not ready for the upper tier yet i mean like I, I don't know i think it's a mental thing not not to say his skills aren't there because i think there are and that's obviously why i picked him but i think it's like maybe a mental thing because he wasn't fighting like the brute maybe he needs to actually fucking put the nickname back in there because he used to be jimmy the brute crew um yeah but dude um crazy that he kept fighting with that injury and but then the doctor stopped it in between the first and the second round which-
1: yeah i it it was good, good on it. Yeah. Any damage, any it would have been just the worst.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, good, good on Anthony Smith for winning. And
0: uh, I don't really know. I kind of hate that him. you have to like save fighters from themselves. Like he absolutely should not have been fighting, but he was like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go." <laughs> right. Fucking G posted this amazing tweet. It was like, um, the gift she used was like Vincent D'Onofrio and Men in Black when he like first takes over the body, and he's like. Oh yeah <laughs> like, it's like trying to like walk weird it's like this, yeah jimmy crew was like i'm ready to go <laughs> <Or whatever. laughs> really funny um but uh yeah like no absolutely stop that fight
1: yeah um
0: and bro yeah hey we got to talk about the fact that there were two <sighs> freak leg injury. i don't want to say freak leg injuries because they were caused by you know so the second damage.
1: one more so the second one yeah,
0: the second one was more free
1: definitely more so um guys good God
0: I that. never want to see that ever again ever
1: again ever 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 again.
0: Like watching it in slow mo dude, the replay, how he checks it and it immediately breaks. It like hooked around Uriah's leg, and then he he still kept his eyes, his focus was on Uriah, and he was like, Okay, cool, my leg is definitely not broken. (laughs) (laughs) Put hands on it, and then it just folds. I was about to throw up, bro. Honestly, like I was watching it and like quick plug for my wife's business if you're in the tri-state area look up spare on stage events for all your event rental needs um but we're like doing a run for our business i was watching it on my phone uh -hmm. because i definitely paid for it and uh she like she was like oh my god please show that again i was like no and then once they did show it again she was like oh why did i want that (laughs) like it was so fucking so fucking bad
1: uh, uh, yeah, it just sent, it sent like, chills. What, what, to my what body. is it saying? say? Like,
0: and hey, man, can they not follow?
2: Oh, so team? bad,
0: so bad. So you know, and I
1: feel so bad. I feel really bad for Chris Weidman because, like, you know, I mean, he's been in the fight game for a while now, and this was kind of him trying to mount something to to have a good run again. You know, like this is pretty much maybe he's gonna have what maybe four or five more fights and then you know that probably would have been it and now it's like oh nobody knows what's gonna to happen to you dude um but yeah it was it was brutal it was just so heartbreaking to see the camera floating over him crying and like him like continuously crying like heartache crying and you're just like can we stop drone shotting him like being in his face like I know, dude. oh like, my dreams it, are over like geez man
0: and i and maybe it was because when when, when uriah was in the cage he just <laughs> immediately like went stoic he just like
1: he did and yep. then just started like
0: praying or or what have you doing his like blood warrior focus like he's like kneeling and mm-hmm. he's like you know sort of trying to center himself and and then, like, I don't know how I'd react. Like, I might, might maybe do the same thing. So I'm not like saying he you right wrongly, but I think they were like the production team was looking for something engaging and they're like, let's follow this motherfucker into the crowd. And he's like, you can see his, he's grimacing, he's crying, yeah. he's like holding his face, the fucking leg is in a boot. And I was just like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Uh, was... I don't know if you saw, but he had surgery today. Apparently went well. So okay. it just depends on the um, healing you know, he, the healing. I honestly, and I feel like I've said this after, like, some Chris Wyman losses before, please retire. Uh That was just, like, a nasty injury, and I don't think he'll be the same.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. no. like... Absolutely just, not.
0: And it's just, too, like, I... I listened to an interview with him uh, on Ariel's show where he sounded, like, super motivated. He's, like, down in south carolina training with wonder boy and everything is just like gelling and i was like okay cool um great that's great for him but yeah yeah that was just like and yeah and uriah all class that was yeah. an amazing uh, interview that they gave absolutely and i was supposed to say post-fight interview in that case because it was and, and bro did you see dana white tweet out uh Uriah Hall made history first UFC fight to be won without throwing a single strike hey delete your account <laughs> hey I come listen into, here I commented on the tweet I said delete this like
1: <laughs> hey listen dickhead
0: did you not just
1: see what fucking happened on your goddamn broadcast though
0: you fucking human thumb ah oh my god
1: it was so fucking gnarly it, it was the gnarliest shit ever dude and yeah i don't know i yeah props to uriah hall for how he's handling it you know sorry for chris weidman that your leg became linguine um oh,
2: <laughs> oh, sorry i mean
1: uh it was it was a spaghetti leg. I mean, like that was the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my entire damn life. Anyways, uh, judging by the look on your face, I think we're gonna move to the yeah. next um, segment. Um, and by segment I mean the next, the next
0: fight. fight on the card.
1: Um, man, hey,
0: Valentina's the goat.
1: Hey, she she put. I it mean, on Amanda's line.
0: really the woman's
1: GOAT. Re- right. Well, I mean, you know, obviously uh, now it's weird that she was even said like. Well, I guess I'll fight her
0: whenever the fans
1: demand it. Fans are gonna demand it all the time. Uh, we're
0: definitely <laughs> demanding it. Like, you don't yeah, know, now Amanda's not gonna be Juliana Pena. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's no Amanda no take care
0: person. of Juliana Pena, and then just fucking get in there.
1: International um, fight week.
0: Let's do it. International fight week. I saw someone post like the time is now for for Val Nunez three, and this guy responded. I'm already thinking about four, five, and six. Get on my level, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But <Or> keep um... <laughs> have any fighters fought that many times in, in in in
1: Mar- mixed martial arts history? As far
0: as I know, the most bouts um, that have done like <coughs> rematches or whatever mm-hmm. is Rampage and Vanderlay. They they fought four times, and there may be um, others that like fought on different things that wasn't recorded. Like I, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, as far as I know, it's R- Rampage and Vandalay. They fought twice in Pride, once mm-hmm. in the UFC, and once in Bellator. And Rampage finished him in the UFC and in Bellator. And in the uh, backstage uh, after the fourth one in bellator vanello goes maybe we do it a fifth time <laughs> 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 you fucking crazy
1: <laughs> so many times um but yeah man goodness valentina just
0: just did work she, she's she's so dominant too and, and you know what's funny is like she's starting to become like the female john jones where like when john jones fights someone he likes to beat them at their own game
1: yeah. And, and
0: in many ways, it, it is sort of like her, it's become her game to do that. But, like, you know, Andrage is like her thing is kind of like grappling or just like brute strength. And she's like, oh, well, guess guess what? I'm actually stronger than you. Yeah. And, and just like absolutely woman handled her. Was a no, dude, just, i was going say man handled, but that's
1: not And, you know, this is probably better because um, it's going to sound very offensive, but like well, all women should be holding mops. She mopped the floor with it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> problematic. Very I don't pro- think anyone most-
0: the fact that you framed it that way makes it problematic. If you just say she mopped prob- the floor like that, no one would be like oh, what are you trying
1: to say? oh, are you trying to say all women only do uh domestic house cleaning?
2: Domestic house cleaning?
1: But honestly, I'd let Valentina so Shevchenko mop me all over the floor.
0: Yeah, i are you kidding me? Please let me hey please please mop the floor <laughs> with me.
1: Please let me mop. Please let me just mop, please.
0: please I'm a let janitor. Me, let me clean Let me clean your house.
1: Yeah, I would clean that shit out of the Valentina show <laughs> house.
0: You Anyways, I don't know how we got them.
1: here. But anyway, more importantly, um, dude, that crucifix was nasty. I mean, good.
0: And that's her thing. And, and, and it's like, you'd think that maybe people would drill that in camp. But maybe she's <laughs> just like so good that it's just like, oh, you worked this escape too bad. Because, and, and, and I mean, the fight starts in like <clears throat> uh, Andraj is like bobbing her head, trying to get inside, close the distance, and she's like, "Oh, guess what? I'm a fucking Muay Thai champion." And is like out her, and then she tries to get in the clinch, and she's like, "Well, here's his body lock takedown," and just absolutely is like folding her up, and um, yeah, it, uh, it was
1: just brutal,
0: dominant, everything that's supposed to be. Um, do you think Andraj... Andraji, I should say, goes back to 115. Yeah. <clears throat> I do too. Yeah. I really think she only moved up for that title opportunity. <clears throat> I mean, I would maybe she did have a couple of rough weight cuts or something, and she wanted to go up, but, like, you know, like she had that that fight with Rose, the rematch that didn't go her way. <clears throat> and then she was like, okay, I'm going to go up to 125. I fought Kaylin Chukagin, absolutely beat the brakes off of her. So I mean let's see because like Caitlin is one of the top contenders in that division. Like yeah. she <clears throat> hasn't really lost to like she I think she lost a, a close decision to just guy, I think, or something. Some people mm-hmm. thought she won. Um, and then she lost obviously to Valentina, but I don't think she's lost at 125, other than that. Uh, and 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 then Jessica beat her. So, you know, I think she can compete in that division, but I think she likes being the stronger fighter. And I think that's yeah. what she's gonna do.
1: Absolutely, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, but can we get uh, an Angela good, uh,
0: Hill versus Andrade rematch?
1: Ooh. That would be just. But also, more importantly, hey, remember that time that um, Joe Rogan and Valentina had that weird, very cringy um, thing of them saying "come get some" and they couldn't figure it out with each other. <laughs> it was so awkward. I
0: think I missed that. What happened?
1: Um, well, Joe Rogan pretty much just said to her, like she said, I can't remember what she said, like everybody, you know, is gonna try to find a weakness. Um, they're not gonna be able to find it. And Joe Rogan pretty much said, come get some. And then she was like, she was like, huh? And he was like, Come get some. And then she goes, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he's like, You've never heard come get some? And I was like, Joe, (laughs) what are you doing? It was so cringy, one of the cringiest moments ever.
0: He should have just, like, talked down to her, like, well, it's an American colloquialism, probably lost in translation anyway.
1: Damn. <laughs> Don't worry about me, just Joe Rogan here. Um, But anyway, it Why was... Why doesn't uh,
0: he fucking fawn over her like he did it over Ronda? I'm just remembering, like, when Ronda <clears> <throat> fought, I think it was Bechi Cohea he, he was like, you're just, you're the best ever. It's such an honor to call your fights. I'm witnessing greatness or whatever. Like, why isn't he like that with Valentina or Amanda? Like, why isn't yeah. he just like fucking gushing Corey. over them? Fucking yeah. fake. Joe Rogan, you're fake. Bum. <laughs>
1: Speaking, of bum Speaking of bum, I bum. about fucking Rose Namajunas fucking knocking Wei <laughs> Lee on her. Bum, huh? That's a bad transition. <laughs> I was bad, like, how are bad. you going
0: to tie that in? Like, who's a bum? Bad, just bad transition.
1: But, guys, don't fuck
0: the fuck yeah i was not expecting that we were literally texting with, with this fight i was like i see this being a war i see this being like exactly not exactly but like a close replica of the jj fight like yoana and and Lee. i i and and then and you were like no i i think Zhang can get her out of there early and i was like oh okay <laughs> turns out rose, rose can get her out of that early. flipped it out too he's like oh yeah maybe i should get her out of there early.
1: Bro, man, Rose. I mean, just good god. Right on the just button. right on the button. Um, freaking the faint before it, the Mayweather. Like, and the uh, the part that is so crazy to me is that she had her hands up. That's what's so crazy. She like, I mean, we're talking not she broke like the guard, but, but like we're. What is that? I mean, maybe six seven saber. inches maybe like that window is so small with your hand up and she, she just it. got right in there and I was like dang dude she she whipped that ass and that was that was a pretty intense <clears throat> sorry that was a pretty intense thing sorry I was laughing about the idea of uh, of Keith Peterson stopping Whaley which was sad but also just yeah. funny like the idea of him having like alcohol <laughs> and cigarettes on his breath <laughs>
0: you're out and she's like no i don't believe you i'm pretty sure Derek brunson tweeted that did you see that hmm. Derek brunson was like "Whaley's gonna go in the back right now and and type in his breath smell like <laughs> cigarettes and alcohol into google translate <laughs> i saw it's a like, bunch of people quoting it like hey man that ain't it like <laughs> what the fuck
1: it's a pretty good joke though <laughs> it's, it's a pretty good
0: joke yeah
1: Um, but, but, uh, yeah, I mean, good, good on Rose, good, good on, and, you know, good. When Whaley saw everything, you know, she, you know, reacted accordingly, but, um, dang dude, I, I thought if, if anyone was going to be the sniper, it was going to be Whaley and and Rose Namajunas just flipped that on its ear. Um, there's not, there's not really much else to say. It was just spectacular. That's all there is that it was just a spectacular hit. And just well done. And, and she's yeah, now she's the
0: first um, fighter in women's uh, MMA and in, in, in the UFC to have two title runs. She yeah. lost the title and got it back. So,
1: yeah, she, she's
0: good great. for her. Yeah. Um, Hope she continues her crusade. It was, you know, what's so funny too, is like um, Kate kind of knows about, like, this is Kate's favorite fighter, my wife. She knew about the controversy but didn't investigate it too much. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. let me just sort of block it out. Let me just, the fight, had a really rough day. We're watching it, driving it. We're, we're dri- driving, watching it on the phone. As soon as the knockout happened, she was like, yeah! Well, it just starts hooting, hollering, just like absolute thing. And she's like, no, give me the phone. Like, I was holding it up sort of in the middle, and she was driving. She's like, no, give me the phone. Puts it like in front of the steering wheel, and it's just like, like literally parked and we're just like watching it and okay cool like, cool i like yeah. the
1: part where you finally added parked.
0: <laughs> i mean that was it it happened later than i'm willing to admit but anyway dude when she we were parked when she was giving the post-fight interview and she was like don't fuck it up don't say something stupid and then she was like i just want to say about the stuff in the media <laughs> and i was like yeah oh. or, uh...
1: And then I told I told Juice last night, I said, Well, it turns out better uh, red and dead. Because fucking yeah. hey, killed the shit out of Whaley.
0: Yeah, it was like she slept her. Uh yeah, how about her problematic post of my interview as well, where she was like, I'm gonna use this belt to open up martial arts schools worldwide because that'll fix the problems. Like
1: really? <laughs> I was like, oh uh... <laughs> I mean, maybe like
0: yeah. a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, All like, of them? Like, um, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't
1: yeah, know. yeah, you, you stupid woman. Problematic, problematic guys. We're yeah. the most problematic people on the planet Earth. Yeah. No, um, d- man, I, just to admit. Yeah, I don't know. It, it I, I just, so, I'm, it I'm so, so mad because,
0: about. like, I, I was like so during fight, we were, like so conflicted. Like, used to be a massive Rose fan, and she's now this like fucking crazy person, basically. And you wonder like how much of that is like trauma from Pat, um, and just yeah, it is it is kind of an interesting feeling like a victim and and just like uh, I I I don't even want to talk about it. But but then I was like, okay, I want to enjoy this performance, and then that fucking interview, dude. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, on to guys,
0: the main event. This was fucking incredible. So great
1: so 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 good the first round was really good really good i mean kamara was really putting them on putting it on him the whole thing and um god he just blew it out of the water man
0: and he was landing like a one-two on jorge and he would just like eat it and just kind of like wave him on and i was like when whenever whenever a fighter does that it's like usually they know it hurt them and they're just sort of like trying to bait them into maybe counter or whatever. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like don't act like it didn't fucking sting you. Like that stung you. And yeah. he fucking, he put everything into that straight, right. That, that knocked him out. You saw the fucking spit fly, like the Sprite ad, just like,
1: well, sh- I will say, I don't know if you noticed this. Um, you know how like they used to say that like watering down your, um, uh, fighters is like illegal like a it's definitely not a thing. um the one of it one of uh jorge masvidal's uh was members was literally just had the monster water bottle on the back of his head and just kept pouring water for like i want to <laughs> say like 10 to 15 seconds straight just kept pouring <laughs> water on the back of Ho- jorge masvidal's head and i was I like i
0: didn't even notice that
1: dude i was watching i was like um isn't that illegal like the whole concept of like you know um like a like a fighter like tyron woodley who like starts sweating pretty much immediately you know it's just the way his body works and like slipping out of holds and stuff like that it's like a really big thing so when i yeah. saw him pouring the water i was like um that's legal. but then kamaro dried him off with a fucking yeah. punch
0: yeah it's just like <clears throat> let me just shake that off for for you
1: Man, it was the pun the, the, the halo of the water around his head was so nice. It was just so like explosive. And you're just like, well, that was so cool to watch. And um, yeah, I mean, he sent him right to the Shadow Realm.
0: Speaking of which, uh, can we talk about how Rogan over the years has been like, I told the UFC, I am not interviewing people who just got uh, knocked out. And then last night, people got knocked out and, and Joe Rogan's like,
1: look at this. You see this microphone? You're going to talk into it.
0: Yeah. He just like showed like, so I, I understand you're disoriented. Can, can you give us a recap of what happened? Can you tell me your deepest fears? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you talk about the worst moment of your life live in front of uh, th- 100,000s of drunk Floridians? Yeah. By the well, way, uh, if anyone... Hundreds of thousands? Did I say hundreds of thousands? <laughs> you did. Yeah, don't worry about that. I think I, I I think I was saying hundreds, and I meant to say I changed it to thousands. I didn't mean like there's there's like it was like fourteen thousand people or whatever it was. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> not hundreds of thousands, hundreds and thousands. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs>
3: yeah. Like both there's a couple are...
0: hundred, and there's also a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> If there's Hope thousands, those there's true. also hundreds. Yeah, like like fourteen thousand is also one hundred and
1: exactly. <laughs> so guys, we figured out this math yeah, easy.
0: Fucking math is easy. Yeah,
1: guys, math episode. That's what this is called.
0: Yeah, Dwight Gray looks like Eddie Murphy. Humans are broken. On and <laughs> we are good at math. Yeah,
1: good. There's too many of these. Um, guys, tomorrow great job. Should him and Colby fight again? Trevor Whitman
0: just doing an amazing job coaching Kamaru. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. I, yes, absolutely,
0: yes. On that, as far as the rematch, Colby ain't shit. Just got to put it right now. I agree. Anyone on my timeline picking Colby, I am mailing you a bag of my shit. I am going to dox you. I'm going to get your fucking address. I'm going to poop in a bag and mail it to you. Anyone picking Colby can eat my dick. How, how, how? would you put stamps on that? I listen. You put the bag in a box, and you put the label on the box. So mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, I got a box," and it's oh. Poop do you again. label it. <laughs> do you label it fragile. No, I label it hazardous.
1: <laughs> well, it, actually, I think you actually yeah, do that too. It
0: is hazardous. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you give them a nice, you know what you do? You give them a nice soupy dump. (laughs) Can I tell you guys everyone is I
0: would use poop senders.com.
1: Yeah, everyone that is for Colby winning is gonna send you a soupy dump.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Some dump soup.
1: (laughs) Some bagged dump soup. Cold bagged Dump suit. Chicken dumps. <laughs> Chicken dump, Um, Okay. So, Kamaru, good on you. Great job. And Jorge, you know, good job taking the loss exactly perfectly on the chin. No pun intended. Like, you knew he beat right. you fair and square. Um,
0: And, and I, like, I like to, like, you know, credit fighters for, you know, being humble in defeat. But also, like, that's expected. Like if you're an asshole, you should be called out. But I don't know. Like Price, be like, "Wow, good for Oray, all class." Like, what else are you gonna do, bro? Like that's yeah. what he should do. He got beat, fucking fair and square. I did think it was like cute that he was like uh, to my kids listening, that he's gonna be fine. It's just a mosquito bite." I thought that was sweet. Like you know,
1: yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was. Know. It was. It was a good, good night of fights. What a great. Yeah, I, I
0: still can't believe like. All finishes on the main card. Uh, I think none of them went past two rounds.
1: Yeah, no, no, it's great. Fucking crazy. (sighs) Well, 261, thank you.
0: Yeah, well, let us now take a break, and when we return, we are going to open up the forum. let's kick this fucking forum off um we got a uh actually a fair amount of voice questions today which i'm super excited about um first one is from the homie zach this got sent right after we recorded last week and i always play late submissions but this one was just too late and so um it gets bumped to that and gets goes first on the next one so um here it is and it's loading.
1: <laughs> Technical difficulties. But that's okay.
0: But yeah, that's okay.
3: How much training do you think you would need to successfully beat CM Punk? I'm putting myself at like a month or two. Having just a white belt in jujitsu and like virtually no striking at all. Thank you.
0: This is a good question. By the way, shout out to Zach. Shout out to 805. I think that's like the Santa Barbara, Ohio area. Fucking love uh, that area.
1: Uh, honestly, um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to bring a callback to an episode before, but I'm going to train like Abraham Lincoln.
0: <laughs> You're just going to go in and say, give me a black belt?
1: No, I'm going <laughs> to, no, dude, I'm going <laughs> to train every single day, eight hours a day straight for about a week. And then whip his ass. No, but no, for no, but if I if I train like Abraham Lincoln, like I said, I would. Um, yeah, give me about a year, maybe a little less than a yeah. year, actually.
0: Actually I would say for me it would be it would be a year uh minimum because like mm. let's be honest like people like to take the piss out of CM Punk. Right, absolutely. He went in there and he tried. He he went in there as a 40-year-old man or or whatever he is. <laughs>
1: well 40 50 who cares anyway. <laughs> whatever
0: the fuck. Actually I think he was like 37 when he first fought Mickey Gall and then but I'm just saying um yeah. as as a guy getting into MMA later in life the guy still trains, I believe. Like I said, I still think he goes to Rufus Sport and trains. Like he just mm-hmm. fucking loves MMA, and he tried his fucking ass off. Uh, yeah. And say what what you will about his ability to actually perform in the cage. Um, he could probably kick my ass. Um, yeah, but I, if I had a year of training, I would fucking give him hell. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I agree. Great question.
0: Yeah. Um, I like the question a lot, so shout out to Zach. Um, this next question is from the homie MMA Catfish. And the fucking transcript of this is wild, but I, I don't want to read it because it's just ridiculous. <laughs>
3: hey, Julio, baby, it's MMA Catfish. Okay, so we all know Pat Berry is just an absolute
1: ass, right? He groomed rose from a young age It's disgusting. I'm going to float this out there, though. What if at the same time
3: he is this just weirdly motivational person who truly has been in love with her since the first time he saw her
1: at 13 when he was in his 20s? And I know how fucked up that is. But, like, it's so weird to watch him cheer her on
3: and be her hype man and you're just like... I think this whack job actually like <clears throat> means everything he's saying to her.
1: So like whoa. Also, do you think she pegs him and FMP?
0: A lot to unpack there.
1: <laughs> there there's a lot there is a lot to unpack, especially because the beginning is kind of uh before he gets to the peg question, it's kind of just like an up-in-the-air concept, like the idea that he's really obsessed like with her and like not it doesn't have any sort of power to the relationship which he definitely did
0: um well yeah i mean like that honestly like the first part of the question i almost don't want to get into it because it's it's unpacking like the psychological aspect of it and then the dynamic between a fucking groomer and uh their uh Tar- target victim like I, I don't know what to say or like, what, what, what is the proper term um yeah he's uh an ephebophile i think it's what it's called uh mm-hmm. someone like pedophiles just for like kids in general but i think ephebophile is getting specific to like someone who like is interested in like teenagers like young teens and that's mm-hmm. definitely the case and, and it, the whole th- thing with with them makes me so sad because if you didn't know that the he basically groomed her and that you know he they met when she was young and he kind of like waited you know what i mean if you didn't know that and you just observed their relationship they're kind of sweet with each other and and like he said he's a champion for her like let's go rose and like whatever and like that was my experience when i first um started getting to know her and getting to be a fan of her like Mm -hmm. you know he's in all of her interviews like They're always there even like there was a time when pat barry did an interview with ariel and she was in the background for for his interview too um and it was like the funniest thing too because he was talking about his addiction with like pills and and painkillers and how when he was training for uh training with brock lesnar for ufc 200 he like texted her that he was like oh i'm just like going for a walk or whatever but he was like out getting some pills and when he told that story, Rose was like, "And I knew this bitch was lying, <laughs> like just the way she said it was like so funny." Uh, but but yeah, I was if you didn't know, you would think that they have like this really sweet kind of dynamic. But now knowing, it's really fucked up. And yeah. and obviously, like you don't get that level of of grooming without you know forming that attachment. It's not it's not just that he's like a fucking predator. Like he's just he's uh not well and and like i saw this tweet from uh my girl list it was like i just want rose to escape pad and get therapy and i was like thank you like obviously it's not gonna happen but i want that for her too
1: yeah and i I definitely think she uh she pegs him
0: oh 100 i was gonna say yeah he uh yeah no yeah yeah there's not a doubt in my mind that that doesn't happen yeah well good question yeah great question uh it's a little bit uh intense but yeah um he also was asking about um no i was looking at the transcript for for another thing um so i think we answered all of his his questions thank you seth shout out to mma catfish um This next question is from my boy, Phil. And before I play the voice question, dude, first of all, shout out to Phil, the MMA dude, co-host of the Split Decision podcast. Definitely go check those guys out. Um, The fucking transcript for this from Google Voice says, hey, Juice. Hey, Leo. This is Sylvia, anime dude here. (laughs) I'm sorry, Phil. You're Sylvia the anime dude now. <laughs> Sylvia the anime I don't, make, dude, I, I, I don't make rules. I don't make the rules. But I do enforce them. Yeah. So no, that's uh Sylvia, definitely dude. definitely play this question. All right.
3: Hey Jews. hey Leo. This is Sylvia anime Dude here. Uh here's my question for the week. Obviously, what a night of fights. UFC 261 was crazy, but I want to talk about Wiley Zhang. Uh, you know, she got she got
0: knocked out. Uh, you know. Inside of a minute and a half, obviously to Rose. My
3: question is: Take away from this, um, you know, should should Zhang get a rematch? Do you see her coming back to the top of the mountain? You know, do you see her becoming champ again? And how much, uh, how much long term damage do you two feel the JJ fight did to Zhang and possibly Zhang's chin? Is is her chin compromised forever now? Curious to hear your thoughts. Thanks a lot, guys. Keep keep up the great work. Love the show.
0: Very. Interesting question.
2: Um, so I
0: was thinking about this actually when they were um, reviewing like her UFC resume in the walkout, they mm-hmm. fast tracked Zhang Weili to the title, and yeah. I, I rate her skills like she obviously beat Andrade, you know, convincingly, uh, and it was an amazing fight. And you know the the Yolanda performance is like something that'll go down in history as one of the best fights. Yeah in general yeah. in UFC um but they definitely fast started with the like i think she had three maybe four UFC fights before her title uh like it was definitely like she was in the UFC for 12 months i think it was three fights um and as far as like her getting to the top of the mountain like i do think she beats everyone else in the division so that for me is not a, an issue i'm not so much of a fan of an, an immediate rematch in this case like uh I saw a tweet from Yoana that was like, like right before the main event or not the main event, this fight, the Rose fight Mm -hmm. was like, yeah. Oh, let's see who my next opponent is. Like only if, if, if Whaley had won, like, could they have done the rematch? Like, okay. Like that was a great fight. Let's, walk, let's walk it back. Like you lost to Rose twice. Don't nobody want to see a trilogy when you lost twice. Yeah. Like go home. But, uh, anyway, (laughs) um, as far, as far as like it, it's stuff like what's what's next for Rose, but I wouldn't hate a rematch. I don't think her chin is compromised. I want to say that like that was just a war, and she had more than a year to to recover from that. Like typically, even if you did have a war, like if you spend the time to recover, like you you'll be all right. I just think it was the picture perfect. Like she caught her right in the button, hit her uh like behind the uh like the, where the equilibrium gets turned off, and she just. Yep just absolutely
1: <clears throat> yeah i don't think i'd be mad at a i don't think i'd be mad at a rematch at all I, it, you know it's it's just one it's it's a very well-timed shot it was very good but i think that um
0: yeah not saying it was a I fluke think, by the way i know you're not either yeah oh no absolutely not definitely not but that it, but just, it was just like the perfect would have put anyone out so it wasn't like yeah. a, it's not a reflection of, of waley's skills it's exactly just sort of you know what what it is yeah it's a
1: good, very good shot and and I, I don't know i think that she she should um, yeah, I think I think a rematch would be a good good for her. So yeah, I, I would I I definitely wouldn't be mad at the idea of it happening again.
0: Right. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I don't think a rematch is is in the cards. But yeah. If they did it, I'm not protesting it. Right. That's kind of where I'm at. So uh, thanks to Phil once again. Check out the uh, Split Decision podcast. Um, we got a couple. T- <laughs> We got a couple uh, voice messages from from my homie T Cross, and I want to read uh, his review. So I said that if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, um, we will we will read the review and shout you out on on air. And here is this amazing review from T Cross. Are you pulling it up? Because it didn't, it didn't show up on my end. I just see you like preoccupied. He texted yeah, to me because yeah. I, it wasn't. Yeah, it said it didn't populate. And I huh. think once you read the, or not read, once you listen to me read this, you might understand why it's not showing up on oh, the podcast. He says, I love it when my girlfriend fucks me in the ass with a strap on dildo. It's called pegging. I've always been ashamed of my love for pegging until I found this podcast. There is no other podcast that is as pro-pegging as the friendly sparring podcast. They have drastically changed my life. They also talk about MMA sometimes, which is pretty neat. 10 out of 10 would recommend. And that, my friends, is the is the gold standard. I mean, that's the one to beat.
1: That is the one to beat. That's a very good, that's a very, very a good review. And honestly, glowing guys, review. Honestly, guys, he's right. Pegging, not that big a deal.
0: Not that big a deal. Not that big a deal. Normalize
1: pegging. Normalize pegging. Normalized peggy knuckles. Uh, seriously, guys.
0: What about Grasso Chingasos? <laughs> I'll guys, never forget that fucking response. Well, because I don't think that guy knew we were talking about pegging. We were like peggy knuckles. He was just thinking about like who's got hands. And he was like, what about Grasso? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um honestly though, yeah, we're we're a pro-pegging podcast. Yeah pro it but um thank you for leaving that what a great review i'm happy i cannot wait for people to stumble upon it yeah
0: i'm glad he texted me as well because like it didn't show up and i wouldn't have otherwise like seen it so definitely definitely glad that that um showed up but he has he, he sent in some great questions as well so i'm gonna play those right now
3: What's up, guys? Uh, it's your boy T Cross here. Uh, quick question: I'm listening to Charles' podcast here, and uh, he's talking about the Jeremy Stevens Dracar close uh, incident. And I was curious about your guys' uh, take on it. My, my take is that Jeremy Stevens assaulted uh, Dracar close. I know, I know that you guys are not, you know, big Dracar close fans over there. But what he did is assault. He he could be arrested for that. Uh, if your Close were to press charges, I mean, I know they're they're fighters, and you know that kind of shit happens, but you know their their contract is to be fighting inside the cage. If they fight outside the cage, that is illegal. Uh, I was just curious on your guys' thoughts on that. Thanks, love the show.
0: Yeah, I I, I love this question. I'm I'm so glad you brought it up because we we touched on it on our on our last episode, but I think maybe we didn't go uh, in depth enough. Obviously, before the fight, like on the like two episodes ago i was like yeah dude fuck to court was like just because i i have this like irrational like whatever for him but i'm absolutely on his side on this one like 150 percent and 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 t is right like if it was assault and and it's not like you know i'm gonna sit here and, and and like be like i don't know virtue signaling or whatever about it and like oh yeah he should press charges like we should start a campaign or whatever like honestly it's in their hands and like you know the ufc should be punishing jeremy stevens to to some extent you know mm-hmm. whatever that is whether it's a fine whether it's fucking uh i don't know suspension yeah. of some kind i mean kind. to be honest with you like, it's, a, it's a price you pay for the him? w yeah <laughs> I hate you he, he he pushed him and caused the concussion from the whiplash like yeah that's fucking not okay like I. I I was actually like, like when it happened, it was just like we got the news and we're like, okay, it's a freak injury. Like, wow, what is happening? And then you hear a story, and then you hear like multiple reports about it, and I'm like, oh shit, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. The fact that I, we haven't really heard from Jeremy Stevens, unless I missed it, um, of like uh, some sort of apology, like, yeah. What the fuck, man?
1: Yeah. Well, winners rarely ever address that. I'm just, just saying you're really winners, committed
0: to this bit and I win, winners
1: ra- winners rarely address. You know, sometimes when you win, you go to jail.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that, but in life,
0: it's in there. Sometimes, like, what are you in for? Got this W.
1: <laughs> I stole this W and I'm I'm still keeping it.
0: Yeah, I just shoved some pussy anyway.
1: Yeah, I just ate some shovel Because I'm pussy. a winner. Anyway.
0: what? Yeah. Why are you in um, here? I'm a winner, bro. <laughs>
1: yeah, bro, I don't even know how to explain this to you, but I win.
0: <laughs> All I do is win, win, win. No Exactly. Talk.
1: Too many that, winners.
0: That should be Jeremy Stevens' walk music now.
1: <laughs> yeah, no matter what.
0: Yeah, no, no. Even though he literally has the record for the most L's in UFC history, he's, he's taking the most losses in UFC history. That's not a record you want to have. And that's the song he, he wants. And that fucking—that's why. It's, <laughs> the idea behind him walking out the song
1: and everyone being like, "What?" Just with his
0: whole chest, like pumping it out, like, "Yeah, fucking." Actually, that's quite the contrary.
1: That's literally not all you do.
0: Like, interesting, Jeremy Siemens shows a song when he's the biggest loser in the UFC. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, another one. He really got that W. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's bad. I'm I'm sorry. We shouldn't make fun of the situation. The title Dude, of this episode:
0: you... Winners focus on winning.
1: No, that's true. Winners go to jail. Um, ah, <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think Dregard close should press charges. Like fuck it, just do it.
0: Yeah, just fucking press charges. Go full Colby when 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 fucking Verdum hit him with the boomerang. Colby press charges. He's mm. like, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Good question yeah um he also has a uh a a quick story and then another great question so i'm gonna play the story what's up guys
3: uh i just thought of this story and i don't think i've ever told you guys so here it goes i met israel adesanya one time uh i went to uh kevin lee versus uh edson barbosa in atlantic city uh, the week before Adesanya had had his second fight in the UFC, and he beat Marvin Vittori. And for whatever reason, Izzy was, you know, strolling up around the uh, the section that I was in, and uh, and I was waiting online. to get like a pretzel or a beer or something, and uh, and he was standing right behind me, and I, I thought he looked familiar, and I was like, hey, did you did you fight last week? Did you fought Marvin Vittori last week, right? He's like, yes, I did. I was like, hey, man, that was a great fight. Congratulations. And he said to me, keep your eye out on me. Keep your eye out on me. It's pretty
0: fucking cool. Wish I would have got a picture. Yeah, I did. When he said this and I I texted him about it because I was at that fight too. Um, It was in Atlantic City uh, in the Boardwalk Hall. Kevin Lee versus Edson Barbosa Mm -hmm. uh, fight night. Uh, Frankie Eger versus Cub too was the co-main event. It was a fucking amazing night of fights. And I saw him there too. Because the reason why he was there uh, Dan Hooker was fighting. Dan Hooker fought uh, Jim Miller, and um, KO'd him with a beautiful knee. Um, yep. And Izzy was there, and that's when that's when Izzy had started like trying to get a uh, beef with uh, Chris Weidman because oh, Chris yeah. Weidman was there too. Um, and uh, I saw him, but like we were in the first riser, and there was already like a a fucking like, um, what's it called? Uh, dispute with someone over seating, like I was kind of like took their seat and they were kind of like whatever about it. So, um, I didn't want to go down or whatever, but I was like, Oh, that's fucking that's Izzy. Um, because I was already high, high in him by then, like I, I yeah. for sure recognized him. And I, I saw on his Instagram that he was like posting stories, like he, he like took a selfie with Chris Wyman in the background and he was like, Oh, what happens when he faces a wrestler? Like, was that what people were <laughs> saying at that time? Um, but uh, great, great story. And, and and last question from T-Cross. Uh, this is really interesting to me.
3: What's up, guys? Crazy night of fights so far. Uh, main event is just about to start, but I had a quick question before I forget. Hori Masvidal just threw his pants into the crowd. I think that's kind of weird. If another man threw his pants at me, I don't know if I'd pick it up. T-shirt, maybe, but something about the pants. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. <laughs>
0: I had the same thought. Like,
1: no, give me those pants. <laughs> you
0: know what I was thinking though, like it's so it's some sort of like a stigma because like it's like you said, like a, like another man's pants. Like a shirt, okay. The shirt is actually like touching your bare skin, and the pants are not. I mean, the like maybe the legs are, but like not on the. Oh, ass. I don't know about
1: that, man. I mean, I, I don't wear underwear.
0: Yeah, he's he's fighting. He definitely doesn't have fight shorts or a cup. So yeah, you're right.
1: Well, Wait, are you talking about touching my skin or his skin?
0: I'm thinking about Jorge Masvidal.
1: Oh, okay, like, him like doing, doing it. Like... Okay, I got it. Because I, I, yeah. I was like, I, I thought you were talking about my obsession with catching his pants in the <laughs> office. Oh, yes. Because I was oh, like, I mean, yeah, I'm
0: like, I'm obsessed heat of the with moment, the I'm probably catching those pants. Like, at the moment, if if that comes near me, I'm like, well, like, like maybe I won't wear it, maybe I won't keep it, but I don't want someone else to have it.
1: Well, honestly, just realized the name of this episode is called "Catching Those Pants." <laughs> It sounds so ridiculous that you just said that. I'm catching those pants, dude. <laughs> catching those pants, dude. <laughs> the fact that he threw them out. Um, I'm catching them with my teeth. Yeah, Why? yeah, dude. I don't care, man. Yeah, just yeah. oh no, they're, they're free. They're they're free. I'll sell Venom them online. Pants. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'll sell them online.
0: Yeah, i will get a fucking
1: right. And then you'll advertise them as um uh the pants that uh. <laughs> jorge masvidal shit his pants in (laughs) the 95 Kamara Usman.
0: dude you you just reminded me Mm -hmm. i'm gonna read this my dad was texting me about the fights Mm -hmm. Uh, um i sent him i sent him a link to you know buy the pay-per-view if he wanted to buy it but yeah totally the the link wasn't working you know he's how i could i could not watch it never connected for me but i saw how jorge <laughs> uh, crazy 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 uh, i'm not even gonna translate that it. just like for anyone that knows what that means you're welcome
1: yeah um, and, like you
0: know for the contest because the first part is in english like you're just basically saying how fucking jorge got his comeuppance um, yeah
1: pretty much yeah it pretty much came in him yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're, you're killing me today. You're killing it. I'm
1: sorry. I'm so sorry. All right, on to, um. yeah, I'm catching those pants. I don't care. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, like, I, I went from agreeing with him, being like, yeah, he's right. Fuck that. To now, I'm like, I'm catching those pants. <laughs> like, those
1: pants. <laughs> Not only that, I'm running to him.
0: You're running to him. I'm going to fucking wrap him around my body.
1: Dude, I'm, if they're getting thrown, if I see him taking his pants off and I, it looks like he's about to throw I'm running. Security can't stop me. I'm catching those pants.
0: Yeah,
3: like, oh, don't fall apart.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking eat it, dick.
2: <sighs> well,
1: okay, on <laughs> okay. to the next question. On to
0: the next question from the homie, Ty of the Tiger.
1: Yo, what's up? Juice and Leo. It's your boy, Ty, Tiger, right here. That's just my alternate name here. <laughs> my question is, what does the UFC do with Valentina Shevchenko here? Because she's beaten everyone that's come by. And I know the popular answer is going to be her with a trilogy against Amanda Nunez. But I kind of want to see what you guys think is going to happen. I know they're doing um, Calderwood versus... Murphy here, so I think that would be next for her. But I want to see what you guys think would be next for her. Have a great day, guys.
0: Later. Fucking great question. Would I absolutely love to see Valentina, Murk, Lauren Murphy? Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Which I think is well. Yeah, I th- I think Lauren murphy's going to win against Calderwood. I think, and I think that that would be. Um, That'd be great, but I mean, obviously, the most competitive fight is is Valentina and and yeah. Amanda. There's no question about it. But uh, I'm yeah, gonna I think throw a Laur-
0: curveball. Oh, I like it. Super fight with Rose.
1: Oh, I do like that too. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great.
0: Yeah. They I mean, they train together.
1: I mean, better dead than red, or whatever she said. Yeah. She's like yeah.
0: That. yeah. Better better dead than red.
1: Better all cultures than just one culture. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for um Yeah. Oh, the super fight. Yeah, that would be good. But I think I think to keep the division moving along, I think it's going to be Lauren Murphy next. I think she's going to be called to yeah look, and I think that that's the fight. And I think Lauren murphy's going to kind of surprise us for a second, and then Valentina's going to be like, "Nope."
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, like Lauren Murphy, like thinks she has good boxing, and Valentina is going to show her that she doesn't. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She definitely. Like, oh.
0: That. You thought you had some decent head movement and a jab. Guess what I have? A fucking head kick. Yeah. So yes. If 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 that fight happens and she wins via head kick, I want my fucking credit, dude.
1: Absolutely. All right. All
0: I'll right. We got first. one more voice message on tap, and it is from the homie D-Crons. and in true D-Crons fashion, sent this in very late. Uh, It's so funny when we record at like three, he'll send it like three thirty. For we're already in progress, and I'm like, "Oh, look, just came in. Let's play it." And I'm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we're recorded at nine. I put it out there that we're recorded at nine. Sent it at eight fifty seven.
1: Wait, don't we also have a, a voice message from Rhino too?
0: Oh, you're right, dude. We have the Rhino one first. I'm just looking at the decrons one because it's like I haven't played it, so it's got a little, it's like emphasized or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so we do have a, we have an amazing, amazing question from Rhino. I don't want to like even gloss over that. We have an amazing question from Rhino. Um, shout out to Rhino, the, the, co, the, well, the host of the, the Combat Sports, of Rhino podcast, had a great interview with Eamon Zahabi. So go check that out. And uh, here is his question.
3: Juice and Lee, it's your big homie rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast? So, very simple question for you this week. Nothing to do with like the landscape of MMA at all right now. <laughs> it's just a fun, in general question. If the two of you were going to be locked in a cage against a UFC fighter, who are you guys fighting? What's the outcome? What would the strategy be? So, it's like team friendly sparring pod versus one. UFC fighter. Who are you guys picking? How are you beating them? Give me the deets. Love you guys. Love the show. Talk to you later.
0: Yes, much love, Rhino. I fucking love this question. You mm-hmm, know what's funny? I wanted I want to peel back the curtain a little bit. Just to circle back to the beginning of the show when I said Leo is notoriously bad at texting back. Mm-hmm. Um, I I text I well, as soon as I got this question uh, from Rhino. As soon as you sent it, I was like, dude, you gotta listen to Rhino's question. Like, be. Pre- prepare for this. this is amazing um he texts back way later like oh by the way i listened to Rhino's question we should do a play with paul felder and i was like first of all best idea you've ever had let's do that oh, <clears throat> uh, it's paul's birthday today um yeah so shout out to paul felder on uh, that birthday dragon energy um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh, who, who but i was like confiding oh. We could go, we could go two ways, dude. Well, there's a few ways. I was, and I just had this on now. I was like, what if we just like beat the fuck out of BJ Penn? <laughs> <laughs> or like Nick Lentz.
1: Great, I love it. You know what? Honestly, for me, I know it's gonna sound bad. It's gonna sound very disrespectful. But me and you just Double team, Eiffel Towering James Vick, uh, but here's the thing: James How would go? Krause? No, James Vick.
0: All right, he's he's cut from the UFC.
1: <clears throat> well, there's a reason that's why we're fighting him.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, they're gonna bring him. In. He literally got cut from the UFC, took a fight in the regional scene, got knocked out, and said, "Hey, guys." <laughs> I've taken way too many knockouts. I'm retiring. Did <laughs> the most self-aware uh, Well, I was
1: gonna say how it's gonna happen right now. This is very important. Pretty much Juice and I are gonna are gonna <clears throat> double team him, but I'm gonna come from one side and juice gonna come from the other, and we're both gonna kick him simultaneously. Um, do a body shot, and he's gonna shit himself.
0: <laughs> I was I was gonna say, I'll throw a left hook and you throw a right hook, and we just connect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish this was a video podcast. We gotta get that going because Leo's fucking the ref, right now.
1: They're, they're the are is waving off. The rap is waving off, and Bruce Buffer comes out and says, "You're a TKO." <laughs> Do a-
2: Absolutely, shit himself, <laughs> declaring the winner. Doing a James Vick shitting on himself. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: this is uh, certainly the stupidest podcast we've ever done.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm loving it. uh Before you said James Vic, I was going to say the other direction we could go is like polar opposite and just fucking face like Inganu or John Jones. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Not? Two on one. Let's see if we can take him. Let's see if we all can fucking, whip the shit out of him.
1: All... Ah, fuck it, Connor.
0: Oh, dude. <sighs> ah,
1: whatever. Fuck it. Oh, whatever. And we'll both hit him uh, with uh, leg kicks, and he'll yeah. never be able to check our leg kicks.
0: Never be able to check him. And then if he if he shoots on us, skip the guillotine. That's it. Done. Easy. Like, we,
1: can... with both of our skills.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's. <laughs> hey. Honestly, uh, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right. Thank you, know That was such an amazing question. Um, this is uh, from the homie D. Krons. Like I said, I haven't even listened to this, so we're just can't play wait. it. Hey, Leo. Juicy juice, baby, baby. Oh, my God. That was a fun night of fights. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on
3: uh, perhaps Zhang uh, Yuana rematch and the winner of that getting a crack at Rose again and maybe the leg break i don't know if it was serendipitous if it was kismet
0: if it was karma i did not want my dimples to show up today so hardcore but turns out i'm happy for some reason i i feel bad about myself but here we are uh love you guys can't wait to hear your thoughts can't wait to listen to the show I uh, can't wait for Juice to
3: correct my pronunciation. Uh, talk to you guys later. Love you. Oh,
1: oh Whoa, did he throw up you.
0: at the end? <laughs> <laughs> love you. Um, I, think, yeah, I think he was saying bye and just prematurely hit stop. Uh, Ejaculate, yeah. Much okay. love to D-Crons. Um, that was uh, Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody playing in the background.
1: Great song. I mean, Beautiful, I mean,
0: yeah, all top five all time easily.
1: Yeah, top five.
0: Um, um, I didn't even think about that of doing a, a the Zhang Yunjia check rematch, and the winner faces Rose. I love that idea.
1: Actually, that is a really good idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, because like I was secretly hoping. I was like, when I saw that you want to tweet, I was like, okay, let's let's fucking hope Whaley wins, and we can just do the rematch. Because Like I said, no one wants to JJ three, dude.
1: Yeah, no. Oh, that's that really good.
0: Yeah, that's really good.
1: because it was such a good back and forth. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that actually makes a lot more sense than anything. And then I guess yeah. Rose can just
0: just chill have for a headline lady. of fight night, and then that Rose can well, she doesn't need to recover unless she like hurt her foot doing that kick. Like you know, <laughs> Yeah, I definitely didn't that, think she did that. Um she can go fight Valentina, like I said. There you go. UFC hire me as a matchmaker and also hire D because you can put the idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I I what an interesting way to say that you were smiling from the idea of Chris Weidman's leg. I mean, just the idea of like oh, showing your the, dimples. That was a very specific way of saying you're smiling. Um,
0: we didn't even talk about that. Oh. I, I wanted to address it because he was saying how it's like karma or kismet, and I was like, like, oh yeah, dude, like that happened. Uh, where Weidman caused it in the rematch with Anderson Silva, yep. and it was just so weird. And there are like a lot of like Anderson Silva fans that were like jealous and salty about it. They were just like, "Yeah, it's karma." And like I made a couple tweets about it, but I was just like, oh, "Whatever." Yeah, exactly. uh, <clears throat> but it, it's so weird. Like I, I don't yeah. even like I, I wasn't mad about it. like, "Oh, this is karma." This is cool. like I was just like, "How is that like a thing that happens like once in a lifetime?" And you are on both sides of it, like.
1: Yeah, well, it's just like um that lady fighter who
0: shit herself.
2: <laughs>
0: Chris was on the bottom like
2: oh.
1: honestly, guys, I mean like could you imagine if, if 2 weeks ago she shit herself?
0: <laughs> Can you imagine Justin Kish? She would have to change her last name to shit. <laughs> Justin and this I is am nickname, so dude. Yeah. Harding out of the blue corner. I think martial arts holding a record of 17 wins, 25 losses. All of them doing a shit on themselves. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Oh, my God. Just
1: <laughs> shit case. Bro, go to a doctor. <laughs>
0: Hashtag shit you? happens. Uh Uh did you know michael kiesa almost shit himself in the octagon
1: oh great i love
0: that story he was fighting (laughs) and right before he walked out he downed like a protein shake and was like okay let's go and then right as soon as he started getting the cage he was like "Mm."
1: bubble guts
0: yeah but the fight was already happening so he's like let me just fucking finish the fight he chokes him out like second round as soon as that he runs to the back to go like i don't know if they <laughs> missed the post-fight interview or they did it late but he was just like nope sorry go All right, see you guys around got shit anyways
1: um well yeah so sorry that was i mean you can be happy about it but it was pretty gross either way
0: <laughs> yeah it was definitely gross um All right, before we get into the Twitter forum, I have a question. I have a DM question from Gator. Um, My homie, that's at Gator underscore knoweth. He's got two questions. He said, one, was Nick Diaz there for just in case Masvidal pulled it off? Let's start Mm. with that one because you got to unpack that a little bit uh nick diaz has been talking about a ufc return for like over a year now and um i'll believe it when i see it i am not here for like dragging it out and like doing all these cryptic tweets and just like fucking bro either you're fighting or you're not like i'm not here for all this fucking back and forth like when when he does get in the cage i'll be excited but right now, I'm just like, whatever. But as far as that question, that is a great question. I do think like if, uh, if Jorge had won, he probably would have called out Nick and Nick would have absolutely called call because he wants to fight him.
1: Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I think Nick being there is just Nick being there, you know, like, you know, first UFC event opening up and, you know.
0: Well, I, apparently he was working on a deal as well. Like he put yeah. this, is what I was saying with like the cryptic tweets, he, he made a tweet that was like a gentleman never tells,
1: right? I mean, like I said, I, we'll see what happens with him, but like you said, I think I'll, I'll believe when I see it
0: for sure. Um, and then he, um, his second question is actually really interesting. He says, Now that um, he's firmly proved himself as possible pound for pound number one right now, what does an Usman slash Habib fight <clears throat> a welterweight look like? This is going to be like one of the biggest what ifs of of right now, like the fights we never got. You know, like uh, Randy Couture and Fedor. I mean, they're like in the same weight class, but Randy was like somebody two or five, kind of. But, but like, you know, GSP Silva. That's not like it's a perfect example of like similar thing mm-hmm. where they're weight class apart, best at what they do in their respective divisions, and like we're never gonna know for sure uh, as far as what I think would happen. Usman takes that O. Really, <laughs> he's bigger. He's got the wrestling accolades, and he's a fucking clean ass striker now. And and, and I don't think Usman. I don't think Habib will get knocked out necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like that. And and maybe Habib could out wrestle him. Who knows? Like Habib really is that good. Yeah. Um, but Usman also is that good. Like it yeah. to me, it's like it's a it's a such an interesting style matchup that's like i would even love to see like training footage dude like yeah just see what what they can do to each other or not you absolutely, know absolutely
1: yeah i totally agree yeah it would yeah i don't i don't know I, I still think you, i still see it could be kind of edging out but just for like the sake of like the the mauling and manhandling but Kumar is really strong so that's the that's the tough part
0: yeah exactly I mean, we're talking about this, hmm. the guy who like 50 45 Tyron Woodley, like,
1: yeah, exactly. Hmm. Interesting.
0: All right, so now we're going to move into the Twitter questions. Um, we got uh, an amazing one from Pat Tobin. I want to start off right away. Pat uh, underscore Tobin, he says, Is the MMA community giving Jake Paul way too much of the attention he is seeking? Should they ignore him, or should Dana send a real striker to boxing? to destroy him and end the circus i love this question first of all because jake paul and the paul brothers and generally logan paul get on my last fucking nerve dude and when when i first started the podcast there were like rumors of like logan paul wanting to go to mma and i remember tweeting out like guys don't fucking talk about this this is they're grabbing headlines you're just going to make it like that's what they want they want you to talk about it they want you to be like don't give them what they want like let's fucking keep this motherfucker out of it. but jake paul has actually been competing and winning right. and and doing these circus fights and it's like we can't not talk about it and it it's it's infuriating to me as well because i don't want to talk about it and he's making this like MMA versus boxing. And did you see his fucking tweet today where he made this like message to Dana White? that was like, hey, Dana White, pay your fucking fighters what they're worth. Why do you think all these MMA fighters are going to boxing? Uh, you know, make the fight that everyone wants to see Jones versus Nganu, you know, pay them 10 million plus pay per view or whatever. Like, I was like, wow, fucking, how is somehow Jake Paul advocating for fighter pay? And like, it's yeah, I mean, weird.
1: Well, I mean, you know, I think he's he's kind of making a really good point for eyes to be on the UFC like like Dana kind of using that as a business strategy and like agreeing to it, you know, and like I mean, the Askren fight couldn't have been a better thing for Dana you know he hates Ben Askren like you know I mean this whole thing and like you just get behind the concept of Jake Paul being tougher than Ben Askren is so like great for Dana to kind of sell uh, any UFC fighter stepping in there you know the words UFC coming out of someone's mouth and then this thing and then how big the event is and like the mainstream media has all of its eyes on it it but at the same time you know the problem is is that that individual fighter is getting paid like Scopious more amounts of money than than they had before. Um, So that's kind of the tough part about it. But I don't think that that they should stop it um, necessarily. um, But more power to everyone that's, you know, people are buying tickets, like people are putting the money into it, like whatever, that's what's going to happen. So I can't really tell people to, because it was pretty not so good of a of a fight and they're ending pretty quickly so at the very least can we just get something more competitive
0: yeah and that's like that's what i want to see as far as like like if you're calling yourself a boxer you mm-hmm. have to box other boxers if yeah. you are just boxing non-boxers you're not a fucking boxer like that's what i think you yeah. know you're not so you know, to, to answer his question about should they ignore him or should they send in a real striker? Like I would love for them to send in uh a MMA fighter that's like known for their striking to yep. just absolutely fucking destroy Stop it, Logan yeah, Logan Paul. But uh I also don't know if that's the move because it could end up like fueling the fire, like
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ignore
0: this motherfucker.
1: Yeah, or like somehow him getting knocked out cleanly and being like, you owe me a rematch. And then like <laughs> a rematch will be, as it's like, what the
0: fuck? Right. <clears throat> yeah, that would definitely happen.
2: Yeah.
0: <sighs> With that, shout out to Pat. Thank you so much for that question. Um, this next question is from Unmatched MMA Podcast. Shout out to the homie. Uh, it says, if Alexa Grosso stayed at strawweight, how far up in the division do you think she sh- she would have made it? What about Grasso, (laughs) Chingasos? I just now I will always reference that whenever her name comes up. I love it. Um, I think, well, it's tough because the reason why she went up to 125 is that she had some rough weight cuts, at least one really bad one. And she says she feels much better at 125. I thought she looked great at 125. So I'm happy for her, but if if she would have stayed, uh, I mean, 125 is like a sh- uh, that's like where a lot of the talent is in the women's divisions right now. Yeah, and I mean, obviously you have a dominant champion in 125 and 135, and obviously 145 with Amanda being the double champ. But like besides that, the contenders, it's the straw weight is where the talent is, yeah. and so. It's hard to say like what her ceiling would have been. Honestly, Alexa has a better shot at getting a title shot now,
1: right? Especially if, yeah, if especially if Andrade, yeah, especially if uh, goes back down.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Or yeah. even if she stays, dude, uh, do Alexa Grasso versus uh, Jessica Andrade? And yeah. I think Grasso beats her. Yeah, maybe not though. That's a that's a tough one to call.
1: It, it, it would be. Yeah, because I don't know, and Andrade is... has shown
0: some weakness in wrestling, and, and <clears throat> uh, Andrade could just like muscle her and slam her, fucking
1: absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, but great question. I'm not, I'm not sure how to answer because, like I said, the, it's tough knowing how how stacked that division is, um, and uh, and how she fared when she was there. Like she had some losses, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, next question is from Pillars of Salt. At underscore pillars of salt underscore, he says, "Who can beat Rose? Honestly, Rose's know. losses are behind her. I think
1: it feels that way. I mean, geez, it feels that way. Geez. like the
0: the Jessica Andrade. I don't want to call it a fluke because it like Jessica. That's a legit technique, and she executed it. But she was losing that fight before that. Like Rose was yeah. piecing her up, and she won Absolutely. the rematch." So it feels like she kind of avenged that and yeah. kind of proved that, you know, on the right night, she can be that she's the better fighter. Um, and her skills are, are, you know, on point. Um, you know, she's, she's grown up in the UFC. Like her, her UFC debut was after tough when they opened that division, she got the inaugural title shot against Carlos Barza got choked out. And now like you, you think about a rematch, like Carlos Barza versus Rose now, she would absolutely embarrass her
1: absolutely like, 100%. Like, not, like
0: not even close and and she's kind of she's come a long way in terms of her um skills in in the octagon so um i only see her losing in like super fights. like i said like that that valentina fight i <laughs> feel valentina heavily in that fight um,
1: yeah
0: but uh you never know
1: Right, I mean that's what's. I mean, you know, I thought we all thought that. I thought Waylee was going to put a clinic. Yeah, exactly. I thought. <laughs> way was you gonna really, really it. never know. Yeah.
0: Fucking a. Um. So yeah, shout out to Pillars Salt. Love that dude. Um. And that's it. That's all the questions we have for today, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah. Let's uh. Let's go on to the fight card for next week. Our
0: picks. Yes.
1: Gotta write them down.
0: <laughs> gotta fucking write him down
1: okay um all right let's uh let's start from the wait on the we... prelim i mean from main card
0: what fight what what fight night is this is this, this is Re- reyes, reyes pro shaska
1: Prochaska. yep
0: and that's may 1st so are, is there an off week next week
1: no because that's next that's next saturday or
0: yeah. Oh, you're right. It is next Saturday. Yes, sir. I'm fucking losing my mind. Um, right. So who, who do you have opening up the main card?
1: It's uh, po- Pollyanna
0: Bocaleo. Yeah, Pollyanna Botella versus Luana Carolina. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Pollyanna. Same. Uh, Luana Carolina's last fight was getting her knee ripped off by fucking Ariane Lipsky. And... Mm-hmm. That was honestly hard to watch, and it makes me feel like her leg is compromised. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's kind of shitty of me to say, but like, I don't know. I also I rate Paulina's skills higher, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I, th- I think that's going to be not competitive, right? To, to put it maybe like.
1: one sided, yeah, yeah. All right, on to the next. Uh, you can pronounce this one, yeah. Marab.
0: Marab Dwalishwili.
1: Duwala really Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I'm surprised. Even the Vs or Ws. Well, speaking um, of which, I have Cody Stammen.
0: And I have Murab. Uh, oh. I fucking... I love this fight. I didn't even know... I, mean, I'm, I think I remember what I got announced, but I didn't know it was on this card. Such a good fight for Murab. Um, it's interesting because Murab's... A lot of his victories come from his wrestling, and Cody has good wrestling. So maybe this fight is going to be take place on the feet. But honestly... Uh, I'm remembering the Marab fight versus Ricky Simone, um, where he was he was out striking him too and just like pressuring him. So I think Marab is gonna put a pace that Cody's gonna have a hard time keeping up with. At least mm-hmm. that's what I'm kind of projecting of the on. Universe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So team Marab over here.
1: Team Stamin over here.
0: All right, next fight is Sean Strickland versus Christoph Jocko. Who do you got?
1: I probably got Jocko,
0: and I have Strickland. This is great. Um, I was just 70. thinking how Sean Strickland looked great moving up to to middleweight, and he actually even when he was at one seventy, he um, he gave Kamaru a not a tough fight really like camaro never really looked in real danger but he didn't control Mm -hmm. him like he does other opponents like he chose to like strike with him i think he poked sean in the eye and like there was a sort of controversy about it or whatever but Mm -hmm. um they had a good fight and um i just i like sean at middleweight and i think he's gonna maybe run into a wrestler or something that's gonna put him on his ass but christoph isn't that guy
1: hmm yeah i don't know I, i think uh I think I'm picking from just their names So
2: <laughs>
0: Cool, thanks love for all your for backstory
1: you. Yeah, I love it <laughs> um, On to the next one
0: Ion Kutalaba <laughs> Versus Dustin Jacoby
1: uh, um, I It's so hard I always think like The person who just recently um, Like lost Because Kutalaba lost against uh, What's his name? um
0: Magomenon Goliath Yeah,
1: yeah. And lost in spectacular fashion So I always think that that person like I'm going to come back and win But I think I got Jacobi.
0: I Got you Got you yeah I'm, I'm fucking kind of going uh, on What you said about wanting to Come back uh, stronger and, and um, Yeah Okay, well Alright, next one is Cobb Swanson versus Giga Chikadze we got another one. Ooh, I have. I think I got Cub. Okay, this is interesting. I got Giga. Okay, right. and it's one of those things where Cub's last fight, I got dragged, uh, and rightfully so, on on Twitter because he was fighting. I think Daniel Pineda. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Who had just had this amazing fight, um, where he um, where he submitted Herbert Burns, and I was just like, oh, this guy's gonna fucking fuck Cub up, and Cub knocked him out, and everyone was like, yeah, dude, like you should have been fucking not counting him out. So I'm like, okay, man, like he's getting up there. Giga has uh, looked good. He's the younger fighter. Um, I think that is on his side, but also, what do I know? Cub can out grapple him. I'll say that for sure. Yeah. Um, so it kind of depends on where you know. The fight I think it's gonna. I place. think it's.
1: I think that might win fight of the night. I have a feeling, but that, like I said, what do we know? You know, anything could happen. But it feels like it has the has the the potential to be. Right. Um. All right, and on to the main event. Um, talking about
0: fight of the night potential. I mean, it's either going to be it ends quick or it is going to be a war. Um, yeah. Uh, who do you got on this one?
2: I think I got
1: Reyes.
0: I think Yuri is gonna fucking make mincemeat of Dominic. Oh Reyes. shit! Yuri Prochaska is gonna embarrass the fuck out of Dominic Reyes. I I could be wrong. I I wish I hope I'm wrong, but um, th- that guy is legit, and yeah. he's gonna fucking piece Dominic Reyes up. Are we are we opposed on every single? No, we agreed on Pollyanna – yeah, but I,
1: think I think is the only one. Yeah,
0: yeah, this is great, dude. I love it. Yeah,
1: I can't wait because I don't think we have our numbers from last week. Do you have it?
0: Not at all. That's uh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll you that and we'll figure it out. You know what? What? What is unfortunate is because like I had it saved in um uh, my old computer and that fucking died. Shit. It just it shit the bed. By that I mean I spilled water on it and it fucking did not take that well.
1: Yeah, just like what or. would we do to James Vick? Spill water on him, make him shit himself. <laughs> that's our tactic.
0: That's the, I, I Anyways, that's guys, you title. can follow
1: me at leogh2113 on Twitter and, uh, and also on Instagram. That's my handle.
0: Yeah. You can follow the podcast at Friendly Spar Pod uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I run both of those accounts, so might as well be following me as well um, yeah um no my personal account is really lame so i'm not gonna plug that but it's in the bio of friendly smart pod like both of our uh at uh, is, is in the in the bio so they can they can find me yeah they um, can find all
1: of us and you know just likes to you know kind of call out people for listening um like in a happy way but honestly everyone doesn't listen i don't give a shit about you I don't give a shit whether you listen or not. I don't care. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell Randy Gonzalez.
0: I, I literally made this tweet that was like, good morning to everyone who's listened to episode 10 Friendly Sparring. And you were like, good morning to everyone who has it. And I was like, okay, man. Like. <laughs> we're going to make so much
1: money, dude. You don't even know. <laughs> you have no idea how much fucking money we're going to have, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's not. Yeah, we'll see.
0: Well perfect. Okay. Um well
1: what a what a fun episode. I hope you guys had fun with us and um on that note. Good night. Good
0: night. And good fights.